Ding dong. Hello? This is the Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling, your best source for women's wrestling commentary and recaps. And this is your War Games recap. And I'm receiving basic hoosless. I'm Joseph. I loved War Games. That was so good. I was so hyped. Like just thinking about the both teams going into this and then it happening. And yeah, even the stupid outcome, I was fine with it. It was so much fun though. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I hate to complain about war games because it was good and it was fun, but like it was just kind of, it didn't feel like important enough to me. I, I'm opposite. I I thought it was great. I uh, thought it was like it just felt like a bunch of fights across like two mats. Like there wasn't really like a whole lot of. There should have been end, like this should have been the end of stuff, and it didn't really feel that way. Even though they keep telling us that this was the end of, like, Bianca telling us that we, you know, we started at, when did they say, like, SummerSlam? Yeah. And we ended it here. Like, okay, if you say so. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I really enjoyed it. It was War Games. All these women, like, put on a really great show. And I thoroughly enjoyed myself watching the match. But just, like, looking back on it, it just kind of feels empty. Like, it was the first women's War Games and, like, I mean, not to be a dick, but like Mia Yim was here. Well, like that they just shoehorned in this blood, this uh, BC and Judgment Day storyline when they could have used Candice, who they just had to show up today. Like, it could have been more and driven more and like set more stories to out to Royal Rumble. And I feel like they didn't do that. The only one they really did was Becky and Bailey, and then they really cut out the legs from under that i think you already on monday i think you are already like in a negative headspace because of you watching raw because i think you had a different attitude about war games when we actually watched it yeah, i really enjoyed the match that's what i'm saying but you're but shitting like, on it now because all these days later what really happened well i kind of want to pretend that we haven't seen raw right now just kind of take yourself back into Saturday. I mean, even still, like, <laughs> at the end of the night, I which I fell asleep in the last matches, and that wasn't, like, an indictment of the show. I was just right. really tired. Because um, I do still want to watch the war games, even though I know the the result. But, like, even at the end of the night, when I was thinking about it later, like, what I hate that finish. Like, it would have been a statement to have Becky come back and lose. Or turn on somebody, Agreed. or somebody else show up. It would have like just because they're going first doesn't mean you can't have a twist. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like that match was so good, and then at the end of it, it's just like, eh, and then the faces win, and then everybody was happy. Yeah, and that's yeah. such I mean, lazy booking. I know that I am like way more biased towards Bailey. Obviously, but their team really was the do- more dominant and one. They I haven't felt like gotten anything okay they're the tag team champions but this reign has meant less than raquel and dakota's first tag team championship yeah like that match that they lost it in in their first defense and lost it the night that they were awarded that match was better than any match that these have put on and that's not like again not an indictment of them they put on really good they put on what three good matches but that's all we've seen of them other than like damage control getting their ass kicked see and i think that's the problem with the whole booking of damage control right. is that you had them come in starting off really strong 
and you had him. I mean, did they though? Like they yeah. beat up. They they shelved Becky for a week, and then after that, what happened? They got beat up the week after they got those tag team belts. Like they haven't really gotten any. They momentum. haven't defended them. They haven't gotten any momentum. I guess yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if it's just because because like tonight we saw Dakota and Candice, and uh, if unless you're like coming from NXT, um, and are like huge fans of them. Not not everybody was like really into it like the way that we would have been, right? Yeah. So I think that's been the I don't know, I guess the the issue that they've run into with them is that Dakota and EO haven't really been put into the spotlight the way they should have been. But also I don't think they've really <laughs> like done anything to like garner much much heat or even like support right now because i mean you but just like, look at you just look at reactions and we're just talking about like damage control is done like they're cooked yes what's the point you're not gonna and get it, heat yeah. if there's no reason to be he- like heated on and i get like, that yeah, they're, they're supposed to be the heels well yeah they're walking around with the belts but like if they're not defending them and then winning them in chicken shit ways what heat is there for them yeah and i get that they're supposed to be the heels and like maybe they are supposed to be losing but like come on that we're i feel like we're kind of moved away from that sort of booking like that's i think that's like just sort of old school mentality it's and then especially because we know that we know the talent that Bailey, uh, Dakota, and EO all have. And then to be in that War Games team with Rhea and freaking Rat King Nikki Cross. How is it that? Yeah, okay, I get the spot, like the way that it ended and stuff. But it just kind of like puts Becky back into that the man persona face, whatever that we just are not for. Like, I prefer the artist, big time Bex, than than whatever the man is. But also, we are, like, heel lovers, I guess. And I don't know. I just don't like that Becky was getting that Rhea War Games booking in this match. But, I mean, I don't think it was, like, that. I don't think it was to that extent because she really was, like, getting her... I'm like, yeah, like she got her own ass kicking in there too. But to have her like get that final spot, to have her be like put on top when Bianca is your champion. I mean, she's over as fuck. Like it, ha- it showed on that. Raw and yeah. like everybody was into it. But like that's why it's so, that's what really is the most annoying thing about it. Because I look around like, really? You guys just, you have Roman. You just want female Roman on the other side? Because that's yes. boring as shit. And I don't want to see that. And AEW isn't offering a good alternative right now. So where the fuck do I have to go watch? TNA like or Impact? That sucks. See, and I think it also kind of makes me sad that, it, who knows, maybe Becky did come in and was like, I want to be, you know, I want Rhonda's uh, conditions from her contract. I, I want to be the Britt Baker. Like, I want to basically just be front and center and everyone else has to be has to succumb to my dominant fists it's just such bullshit that after war games after being like this is your returning week three on one she still beat the shit out of damage control on raw we'll talk about that in a little bit it's so annoying (laughs) it's been like since clash at the castle it has been a downward trajectory for damage control, with the exception of like this war games build, which was a plateau only because it's war games. And then that on Monday was just a crash. They I'm really should have had. Control. Okay. So 
we'll just get the Ronda match out of the way because that was ooh, you. That wasn't good. That was really bad. Yeah. And it sh- sh- had all the elements of being a really great match, especially having Shayna on the outside, like being inter- like interfering. But yeah, it just didn't land. And it has to do with the fact that Rhonda really is a charismatic black hole. And one of the things I like picked up on, she's such a boomer. She's got like major boomer energy. Cause like one of the things that she's doing is trash talking Shotzi in the ring, right? And she, what did she say? She was like, oh, oh, I can beat you with my feet, just with my feet. And it gave like, um, like, why are you hitting yourself? And like 90s or 80s movie villain bully vibes like a lot of just like herders and yeah like i'm gonna give you a swirly after school like that's what Rhonda thinks is like a heel personality and that's what she's taking on and so she's just so corny yeah yeah probably the less (laughs) said about that match the better (laughs) yeah it i mean it just wasn't good um Rhonda was not good in it and yeah just like We've I've been wanting to see like Shayna and Rhonda and thinking like maybe this will actually turn into like a cool storyline with them like tagging and stuff. But yeah, it fell super flat. Like it could have been so much more. It could have like helped build that story. But I guess I don't know. Maybe they're not going to go with it. And Shotzi, I think <laughs> Shotzi was like she had the momentum. She was so like all like, all right, let's do this. Like she is coming in with this energy and Rhonda's just saying, no, we're not going to have a high energy match. You're going to get in my ankle lock three times. And yeah, I feel like Shotzi did what she could. And I think everybody complaining, like, where was like, where's old Rhonda? Like on her first run, she was so much better then. It's like, yeah, look who she was wrestling. She was wrestling like Charlotte oh, Flair. She was wrestling even like Natalia. She and they were the ones uh, Sasha then. They were the ones who were carrying her and making her look good. And, and she's she supposed can to be go because she's got footwork. She's supposed but to she be can't do that. the veteran here now at this point. I mean, she's your champion. She should be the one running and calling these matches when, you know, against someone like Shotzi who isn't like the established superstar here so yeah like it 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 just was not good and then like that botch on the apron like come on she was supposed to Shotzi like came over the ropes trying to do like DDT onto the apron right and Rhonda just held on to them she held on to the ropes she's like no I don't want to fall wait no I'm scared It's ridiculous yeah like their styles definitely do not match but I think it just goes to show she can't adapt so Classic boomer. Um, okay, war games. Of course, Bianca's going to start off the match. She's a champion. She's a leader. Like, she leads by example. And her gear was, like, kick-ass. Like, I've, yeah, I don't know. Everything about Bianca coming out was just, like, great because she just is. <laughs> yeah, who came out first? Uh, Dakota. No, Becky. Oh. Oh, when, when they Becky were in, came out and, first, oh, I was like, like as far right, as ring yeah, entrance, that's, it's yeah. gonna be Bianca first. Yeah, so she was introduced last. She's the first one in, but um, and yeah, Becky was the last one out. So I guess they did. They introduced everybody yeah. by the order, I guess. Um, yeah. So Bianca and Dakota kicked off the match. Dakota, who is like Nikki, crawling, climbing up on <laughs> Rhea, 
Like, these girls are so fucking they're good. They're so creative. They've been doing it for so long, too. Like, they're, they're even better than... They're going to be better than the four horsewomen. They're not right now, <laughs> but when they, like, get as much years under them as the four horsewomen have, that generation will be so much <laughs> better. At least on, like, a big stage. That, on a big stage, I mean, that was so cool where she was doing those pull-ups and Vicky's <laughs> climbed up on that cage on her leg. Yeah, so this is just, like, and the entrance. Just, like, just this wasn't even them inside the ring yeah, yet. Yeah, this is just them This being is them cool. going into their cage. Yeah, Rhea put out her, her leg and Nikki climbed on top of it to get to the top of the cage just to be, like, reclaiming her spot as like this unhinged Nikki, which we've been waiting for. We lovingly refer to her as our rat king. This is what we've been wanting. And she like came with it. Even when she like ran into the ring, she she was the one grabbing all the weapons, right? Yeah. She's only got candlesticks and trash can lids. Trash can lids. Yes. (laughs) I loved how, uh, whenever, she was like putting stuff into the ring. The commentators were like, oh, she needs to like worry about getting in there and not about these weapons. Like, no, 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 friend. Have you not seen war games? <laughs> Corey, fuck off for a little while, right? <laughs> Is that who said it, Corey? Yeah, I think so. Oh, man. Oh, so after um, Bianca and Dakota, then we got EO, who was also war games vets. And they really didn't um, play that up a lot. Like when they were talking uh, about the match, like yeah. they really didn't give them enough credit about how oh they've done this war game, like they've been in this match like this many times, or and- they didn't give Bianca credit enough for going toe to toe with the World Tag Team Champions. Yeah, exactly. Well, she did get pretty beat. I mean, she was going <laughs> with them though yeah. for a long time, and she yeah. like kept up with them as long until as she could. Uh, what's her ass came in next. But that was I was just good. Yeah, so once Asuka came in, the everybody's whole, just, like, freaking out, too. The end of the booking is just so disappointing. Like, it was booked <laughs> so well from start to finish. Or from start to, like, right at the end of the finish. So we kind of know why Alexa's sort of thrown into this mix, because I'm pretty sure we're going to see another run of her with the title, like, going after the title. Yeah. And so we'll talk about that in, in a little bit because that was on Raw. But just Alexa coming into War Games too, like you could just see her in the cage. Her face was just like, oh crap. <laughs> it was when Dakota got thrown into it and she's like the crumple queen. So she looked, that spot looked gross <laughs> when Bianca threw her into the cage. It did not look, even look good. That's when like they went, just happened to cut to the cage with Alexa's face, like, oh, can I quit? <laughs> Yeah, like when in doubt, just throw Dakota into the into the cage. Like that's true war games tradition. <laughs> Cause how many times did we should have kept a counter on that? She was thrown into that cage like so many times. So many times. <laughs> and then yes, yeah, so Nikki was in there, Alexa after, and then we finally get Bailey, who again was grabbing uh she goes for a freaking ladder. <laughs> And see, like that's another disappointing part. Like, why get the ladder if you're not gonna go back to that thing and then have Michael Cole call back? Like, Bailey said, this is gonna be a fitting end. Nobody even got crumpled in that ladder, even if it's not gonna be um, Bianca, yeah, or what? it's not gonna be Bailey. Nobody got put. No, no, I'm saying Mia. nobody got sandwiched in the ladder. Oh, not sandwiched. Mia got but the old Mia special through one Mia of them. Yeah, the Mia but special. somebody that... like if they were. <laughs> 
if Bailey had that line and like she's that good, saying, "Oh, this is gonna be the culmination of our of our rivalry here." Like somebody needs to get stuffed in that ladder. I don't care if it's Alexa, and then she just doesn't have to wrestle anymore. Somebody has to go in that ladder, in my opinion. I think honestly, if Becky wasn't in this match, we would have gotten something like that. I think she was the one that just kind of like same way that like Ron, when Ronda returned. I was like, all right, well, she's back. Scrap all the re- like the rest of the plans that we've been working towards. And then I think the same thing happened when okay, Becky's back. Scrap everything that we've like been building up this whole time. So then we get Rhea, which was bullshit. <laughs> like if you're gonna give damage control anything, and like you're gonna give Becky this legendary booking, and Becky and Bailey are gonna launch this rivalry, which. Hopefully, we'll live up to its name, and it's not just Bailey taking another six ass whoopings in a yeah. row. Um, like, why would Bailey come in before Rhea? I realize I realize that like Rhea is a monster. Yeah, but Bailey's got to be the one to come in afterwards and clean up once Rhea's been let loose on everybody. Like Bailey's the heel right here. She yeah. is the leader of this group. Yeah. And Why it is she been, coming in second to last? Especially like storytelling wise, you have Bianca, That's, who's your leader, coming in first. Bailey should have been the last one exactly. to come in because she's like, nah, right. you guys do the work. Do all the work and I'll come in and clean up and finish yep. up. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, agreed. Agreed there. Um, I was, again, very worried when Becky was coming in that she was just going to start dominating against everybody. And that didn't happen. So I was like, okay, phew. This is going to be good then, because once Becky's in there, War Games officially begins. Yeah. Uh, At least finally. that happened. I got to give them credit <laughs> where the finish the, clear the slightest bar there, the lowest bar there. Um, Nikki Cross just like sitting at the top of the cage yeah. too, like clapping and just, oh man. Oh, when she started beating them up with her coat was great <sighs> because I don't. I don't think that's, I don't know, it could hurt. It was a leather coat, but just her going like. See, the funny thing is like Liv could have been this. When she started doing like all the hardcore stuff, like be a fucking wild card. Yeah. Be insane the way Nikki does, like a real wild card. Don't half-ass it the way you've done literally everything else since (laughs) you've been here. Every persona change that you've done, but no, that's what she did. And like Nikki's like, all right, I'll. You're gonna let me be Nikki Cross again? All right, I'll be Nikki Cross. Yeah, we and got like, it. And like, she just went off on it now, and she has been the last few weeks. Like, yeah, it just goes like to show the difference with of talent there. Yeah, um, and I was just so glad that. I mean, I, again, it still didn't quite make sense for Nikki to just be a part of Damage Control and stuff. They made it work, but it was mostly just so that way they could get her in this yeah. match and like for the benefit of everybody. <laughs> Because yeah. her too, I mean, she's also, also so creative have, like, in these types she's of matches. She's gonna be a heel going forward here. So it was all the raw people, like you're saying. So. Yeah. And oh, so I guess Becky's like officially on yeah. Raw now that she's returned. Being there, yeah. Um, I and think I think Becky and Seth should just be like terroristic prom raw couple. <laughs> Nah, no, because, because they can't because Becky's the man. Right. That's why they're not gonna do that. She's gonna be the man for as long as the till the wheels come off at this point after that show on Monday, which sucks. <laughs> but hopefully it leads to damage control going over there and at least getting a belt for Bailey. 
and hopefully this dipshit That's not gonna happen wants with Rondo's to leave. <laughs> I mean, hopefully she like gets on Truth Social or whatever her social media <laughs> thing is and sees the hashtag Fire Ronda Rousey and she's like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't even care anymore. And she just leaves. <laughs> Shayna's like, oh, doubt, no, wait. Doubt, don't, doubt. Don't, don't come back. Okay. Yeah, Can so- I have a run now, Sean? Or Triple H? <laughs> so when Mia broke that uh, ladder, that was very satisfying. Um, she did the cool like spot through the ropes and then when she did it the second time, Bailey caught her. <laughs> The whole like two ring element, like they that was so cool. They know how to utilize it so well. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like they're just a bunch of nerds. Like that yeah, seemed like something them, yeah. out of a comic book. Where <laughs> she just caught her through there was was like one of the coolest spots I've seen in a war games for sure. And I don't know that I've seen anybody else do something like no. That. And that's why like anytime the women have these types of matches, um, Royal Rumble. Elimination Chamber, just like any of these like crazy like group ones, they deliver and they come up with something new every single time, and it's all it's always so great. And then they play the hits too. Io went in the trash can, and yeah. Mia went through the ladder. <laughs> Becky sank like a stone at the end. It all the ultimate did stone. everything that they needed to do. <laughs> it was just bad booking at the end, at least for storytelling, for my taste. Yeah, I mean, I. <sighs> The finish, okay, so Bailey was trying to get to the top of the cage when Becky was going to jump onto the table where Dakota and Io were just, like, laid out. And Bianca was there to pull her down, and she KO'd, or she, she didn't KOD her, or did she? She threw her, she into, threw the her into the cage. They called it a KOD. KOD goes to the ground. She <laughs> threw her into the cage. I mean, yeah, she, and that's where Bianca did her part, and Becky got, like, the glory spot. Right. And this is also what upsets me because Bianca is your champion. (laughs) She's over here. She really is team leader. Like she wants to do the best for the company. She wants to do the best for the division. And Becky's still old same Becky. Like I'm going to get the finishing like pen. It's going to be all about me. I'm Becky Baker. DMD. She learned from her best friend, the, the <laughs> proto Brit Baker, back when they used to have talent. I mean, not that Becky doesn't, but. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it usually that glory spot doesn't go to the champion. Like, Raquel got it in hers. That's true. Yeah. Cora got it in hers, in the one from last year for 2.0. Yeah, but you know how it's going to go. Usually, well, usually it's like whoever's going to be a big factor in the division afterwards, which sucks that it's Becky because, like, obviously Becky's going to be a big factor in this division. Literally, you could have pointed to any other one of those women other than Bianca, other than um, Bailey, or no, other than Bianca and Becky. Bailey even needs to be a big factor at this point because you have her entering before Rhea in her own goddamn match. Yeah. Like, any of them, any other other of them, should have been put over with that finish. But no, let's just give it to all reliable who everybody already loves, and that's why yeah. like it doesn't do anything for anybody. At the end of it, having war games essentially didn't really mean anything for the women's booking, and it really sucks because it could have. And I think they if- even did that. Sorry, they even did that useless spot with Nikki and Alexa. 
Which one? With the handcuffs. Oh, yeah. Which, like, they played with the handcuffs for, like, a minute on on camera, and then just nothing happened at the end. Like, because screw you guys. We got to focus on these women over here. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, they tried. But, yeah, like, you could have given... Hell, you could have given it to Alexa because I'm pretty sure she's going to be going after the title yeah, right have now. have her drag Nikki across the ring and people be like, oh, shit, Alexa's actually pretty formidable. Yeah, and then, or you give it to Mia, who is still fairly new to everyone here, right? And she's getting the storyline with Rhea, so, yeah, like, why not? Like, you don't... Well, that's why. That's why they shouldn't have even been in here. I don't I know. Hope, I, I mean, I don't hope, but... If they have injuries, I understand. You have other people that could have been in here, though. Namely, Piper Niven. I think she is injured, though. Do drop. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, Candace is here. If she showed up on Monday, she obviously could have wrestled on Saturday. Uh, we don't know that. <laughs> she got cleared in two days. Oh. I don't think that's the Maybe. way it works. <laughs> or they had already announced Mia Yim. Because Mia Yim had been announced for a while. She wasn't going to take Becky's spot. Um. Also, yeah, we didn't talk about like them announcing Becky as their fifth member on SmackDown. But yeah. once we knew that, we're like, oh, okay. But I was way more hyped about that than what the possibility was. <laughs> Being that it was on SmackDown and somebody was featured in the commercial that wasn't featured in the pay-per-view at all. Yeah. Now that I realize it. Well, I don't know. I think... Really, especially the way that the that damage control, like yeah, damage control's just been like they they haven't won any of the meaningful matches, and this one felt like it could have gone to them just because of like how brutal this match is and the team members that you have on here. But I guess I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't know. Charlie Brown's got to kick the fucking football at some point, or else I'm gonna turn off the TV. <laughs> That's what I, that's how it feels. Yeah. And it's not just because like, oh, we we like Bailey and damage control and it's because they've gotten nothing Rhea. other it's just than that... those two title wins that have ultimately been nothing because they're not defending it week after week. That's true. I know. And and again, like, where do we go now from here? Well, it looks like we're gonna get a Bailey and Becky feud. Gee, um, I wonder who's gonna win that one. Yeah. <laughs> I know I, mean, I floated the idea of Bailey losing for a year, but come on. <laughs> Bailey couldn't get one over on Bianca. And the way that they're like making, I don't know, the way that they're building up Becky right now bigger than your champion. And not because like, I don't know, I feel like, yeah, like everybody is already going to be behind her. You don't have to like also rub salt in the wound here. And make her unstoppable. Uh, yeah. She's Superman. Yeah. Superman sucks. Do you really know anybody who likes Superman? Anybody who likes Superman that you know in real life is not worth knowing. I promise you that. <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to agree with that. <laughs> Even though I don't think I know anybody. I'm just kidding. I'm sure that I know a lot of people that I hold dear that like Superman. I'm just so mad about yeah. the man being back. I hate that character so much. Yeah, I really do prefer... The artiste, big time Bex. Um, even I mean, I think she could have like turned that around into like a face thing. But if we're just getting like bootleg Stone Cold again, it's gonna be very painful. Like <laughs> even Stone Cold didn't just walk around killing everybody. He got his ass kicked sometimes. Yeah. Well, so 
Becky kicked off Raw. But she's not Stone Cold. That's the problem. She kicked off Raw. It was like an hour of commercial-free content, which is cool because we got Becky. It was cool that they kicked off most of that, the whole first half of it with women. Yeah, exactly. So you got Becky. You got uh, the match between Rhea and Mia. Uh, it turned into a four-on-four with Judgment Day and Bullet. Or Are they calling themselves Bullet Club? They're called the clubs. Oh. OC? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what there are. Okay. Them. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we just got, like, so much of, of women in this first hour. And we always say, like, just give them a whole hour and it's going to be great. Oh, and then later on, too. <laughs> we, I the, yeah. I, I mean, first hour. we did Just because it, it wasn't to my personal It wasn't taste, because, yeah. And it was everybody that I loved getting shit on by a whole crowd and some a character that I don't like just getting everything she wants. And then the <laughs> Judgment Day and Bullet Club, which I am just over. Yeah, and I, I love Judgment Day. Oh, man. <laughs> the thing that saved my wrestling fandom this week was Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens. Oh. And then we also got Candace and Dakota, who Dakota nearly got killed in war games as she normally does. And then she also got beat up by Becky. So then she's over here having to wrestle in a match against Candace, which is cool. It was a really good match, but like a lot of people just weren't buying into it. And I hope, I don't know. Yeah, because it was a pretty good crowd. It's a, I, I think. I know it's the same. I think there's some hesitation. I mean, still, come on, Dakota. Well, like, what? Have, honestly, neither, what have we given? What have they given either of these two people to, for any of those people to have cared about it? Yeah, and that—that's what my problem is with having them two go up against each other. You're already shitting on the chump of chumps, which, unsurprisingly, but the way that damage control has been booked, you pulled. Dakota against Candace. Candace, who's still fairly new. Why wouldn't you have her go up against anybody else? Nikki. Alexa. Jobbers. Yeah. Like local talent. <laughs> I think because I don't know. It's just Candace hasn't really shown full Candace. And nobody should be, like, expected to just know who she is and get behind her right away. Hell, even if she had been hanging out with Johnny, that might have actually helped a little bit. But she's, like, not involved in that at all. And I guess, like, wanting to be separate and stuff from your spouse. But, I don't know. I think they need to do a better job with Candace. Yeah. I think it's Triple H trying to get off NXT sh- or pass off NXT shit on this level. And it's like, yeah, we'll just put on talented people and they'll put on a great match. Like, Which they do. Yeah, and they did. But obviously something else is required here. Like, like story? These girls need to level <laughs> up or have something else like at stake here because they didn't... Ki- the, and I mean, like, you can only blame the bookers so far, too. The performers got to perform. And yeah. Candace and Dakota were kind of lifeless in there. They're, they're like, really... They were good. They were good... Mid card match, yeah, and that's not what you should be doing. You should be going all out all the time. I think. Well, and especially because, especially because we know how they are too, and we know that the crowds can get behind them. It's just they can't like rely on that NXT um, background because these people have not been watching. They're not the same crowd in Florida. 
Yeah, so. <laughs> it's not the crowd that's gonna like mess themselves over good wrestling skill. Yeah, like no. they need something mm-hmm. else. They and have Triple to be H. Like Triple H knows that. That's why it just seems like like a bad spot to put your wrestlers in. Yeah, and so it's is the WWE Booker's chair just cursed? <laughs> like is he was slowly turning into a Vince McMahon? He's like, what's happening to my brain? Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but. No, the first hour was. I thought I enjoyed it. I know you came in like in a rage, <laughs> but I actually liked the stupid crowd work that Becky was doing. I I liked everything up until the beatdown of Damage Control, and I was like, really, real, really. See, I mean, biasly, I understand that I didn't like it because I hate marks and i hate the man but then it gets bad we're like actually objectively bad where you're not doing anything with damage control and now you've just completely kneecapped them yeah just end this or send them to smackdown or have them permanently on smackdown <laughs> they need to be away from those two people at this point yeah um potential bailey becky feud again not hopeful um because just Bailey eating pins. Hey, Bailey, would you like some pins with your pins? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> and there's no way that they're going to let Bailey go over Becky. There's no way. I mean, that's the way to get her easy heat, but I doubt that they'll do it. Yeah, I'm telling you, Becky's got that Britt Baker contract. Becky Baker. That is a character from Degrassi, if anybody's seen it. And. I know Becky Baker would be a lot more gracious and <laughs> she's the goody. She's the goody two shoes of Degrassi. Stay tuned. Oh no, I can't do a Degrassi podcast because the reboot got canceled. All right. We're stuck with this Becky Baker. Um, yeah, I really don't see this going well. <laughs> I don't see this going well because I know the way that they have Bailey as the heel, I can't really see her. Um, like, obviously, she's not like wrestling to her, her full ability or whatever. You know, you can't, you, she can't. She's a heel. She has to like do it in chicken shit ways. So there's no way that she's going to like look strong against Becky. And that's what's very frustrating as a Bailey fan because we all know how good she is. <laughs> She carried this company through a pandemic. Yep. It wasn't that jabroni who's now trying to claim credit for it, because he wasn't even here for half of it. Nope. Well, I guess we'll always have war games and all the friends that we made along the way. Did we talk about Thunder Rosa nope. officially getting stripped of her title? Get I think stripped. we did. I she think we did. did not get stripped. They came to an agreement. <laughs> And she relinquished her title. We did talk about this. It's the same way that Elon set up a poll on Twitter and all the bots voted on it. (laughs) I would, first of all, like to welcome Tony Khan, our newest listener. And secondly, graciously accept, I don't know, praise, I guess, for single-handedly entering... Or ending the interim women's championship. Because oh, I came on this podcast <laughs> and killed, called Tony Khan a coward on Monday <laughs> for the way that he didn't strip Thunder Rosa or handle it 
and trying to put it on her, an injured performer who is one of the best talents that he has. And he came out on Wednesday and said, well, we came to an agreement that the Rose is no longer <laughs> champion. So solely credit has been bestowed on me. Everybody is welcome. Even though I hate it because it just leads to my conspiracy. It leads more credit to my conspiracy theory that Tony Khan hates Mexicans. You can tune in to Take Under for more <laughs> info on that. Um, because they took half of Thunder Rosa's reign away. What do you mean, like half of her reign? Because now Tony Storm yeah. has been instated as champion that time. So oh. those three months or however long. How is that long, fair? Right. Thunder Rosa just don't belong to Thunder Rosa's reign anymore. Or at least they shouldn't because somebody was champion and it wasn't her. And if Tony's official champion, it wasn't Thunder Rosa at the time. Uh. Which, whatever, Tony earned it. That reign was really good. They put on good matches and they finally started building their women's division. But why does Thunder Rosa have to be penalized for you not having the foresight of having a women's division ahead of her? It's just the classic trope of like, Mexicans doing the hard work and not getting any credit for it. So, you know, (laughs) we're used to it. (laughs) Yeah, I guess Jamie Hayter, cool. And then they put her on a a triple tag team match. Yeah, why not? You can't get everything, women's wrestling fans. <laughs> you like Not Willow. You like Sky Blue. Here's all your stupid favorites. Just watch them for five minutes. <laughs> that was the other thing is I clocked the Shotzi and Ronda match. It was seven minutes and 13 seconds. However, I also clocked the men's triple threat match. That one came in at like 12 minutes. Huh. The f- but I'm just saying the comparison and like, even if you have that short, short amount of time, mm. you have to capitalize on it. And I really do feel like Shotzi was doing everything in her she power to. to do so. And Rhonda, again, was just like, no, I'm tired and I need to go home and eat my tapioca. Well, I don't know if we're going to get any other surprises this week. We have Toxic Attraction. The deadline announcement. Huh? The deadline announcement. Oh, yeah. Molly Holly is going to come back. Better include Roxanne and Indy Hartwell. So Molly Holly is going to be here to help select. With the laundry blues. The participant. Yeah. So it's going to be great. Yeah. And Indy Hartwell. Not or Indy Hartwell. Okay. Got it. Agreed. And uh, yeah, Toxic Attraction with, oh no, it's just Toxic Attraction versus um, Casey Express and that big haired lady. <laughs> That's not their name. I don't. Yeah. <sighs> don't it's still Caden Ka- Carter, right? I believe so. But it's Katana Chance. Yes. Okay. Oh, they're still Casey's. Yeah. Okay, Casey squared. <laughs> um, toxic attraction is still doing toxic things, and I yeah, I don't know if we're gonna get anything and nobody crazy. Nobody needs to watch NXT. And Other SmackDown, because that shit's gonna rule. SmackDown, I don't think we're gonna get anything there. <laughs> but I don't know. Ah. Unless Triple H wants to salvage this week and have Damage Control show up, but uh, let's let's uh. 
Let's keep our hopes up, guys. It can't be that bad. Hopefully, it'll be better next week. <laughs> but War Games was awesome. Let's rewatch that again and some more women's wrestling. enjoyed this episode please give us a five star rating leave a review subscribe or follow and share with your friends who love wrestling also you can click on the link in the description to leave us a voice message but not like any creepy ones okay fine a little creepy but tone it down